Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, welcome to episode 109 of Trusty Hogs, the podcast you finish the sentence. Do you want me to do this? I think that's for the best. Hello and welcome to episode 109 of Trusty Hogs, Said that. where usually we talk about our lives, but Catherine's had a, you going to say a week or a day or five days? I'll talk a about month. my life, but I can't <laughs> say it's perfect. Catherine's Helen? fucked it. I'm doing fine. Welcome to Trusty Hogs. Are you well this week? Oh, with a guest, Nish Kumar, but first. Oh my God, famous Nish first, Kumar. First, first, Catherine. I'm so glad he's coming in. <laughs> me too. Um, hi. Just tell me everything. <laughs> Clearly, you've got it written all over your face that you've been through, you've been through a wall of poo, and you're not out the other side yet. You're I don't covered even in know sludge. Where to start. Through the fog, step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah. Maybe they won't, and that's your problem. They'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hogs. Trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. I'm moving house and it has begun. And Which so, we've been discussing for four months. Yeah, I know, but it actually <laughs> happened this week proper. And Finally. Ellen has been doing up four rooms, which is amazing and unbelievable. But like she's done yeah. like a home renovation. She learned to plaster. Em taught her how to tile. She has <laughs> she has taken off um, skirting boards and put them back. She's she's like primed every every step. Oh, lesbians she's, really can do it It's all. unreal, but... <laughs> She's amazing, but I have been moving an apartment's worth of stuff into a room amidst this, and I don't know if I mentioned, a but two I have bed apartments worth full of stuff into. I okay, carry on. Yeah, and um, and that would have been stressful. <laughs> My brother came to visit in between. Can you try blinking? It's making me really nervous. <laughs> My brother came to visit in between, which was so good, but I should have seen that the timing was going to be bad. We took him as a surprise, by the way, to Les Mis. 
Oh my God, Luke Kempner is a revelation. Oh my God, yes, A please. revelation as yes, master of the house. Please. We must get him in on the podcast. He was so good. We should. And also Eleanor's, um, the person playing, Amina playing Eponine. So my brother was like, this is so cool. We're meeting all the famous. It was so great. That was amazing. I actually really enjoyed that musical. Because it's incredible. And you get to sit down the whole time, which is so nice. <laughs> Me so, and Andrew just sang One Day More last week together. We did all the parts. I need to do two shout outs. The first okay. is, um, I said to... Um, Emma Black oh how would I fix this um, Chesterfield couch and she sent leather samples to my house for me to compare the colours God Emma Black she's sewing a new pattern for the cushions Emma Black she's unreal she sent me the most thorough messages I've ever seen no fucking voice notes like this chaotic queen she's just like here's the information you need to know let me know when this suits you she is everything so did you just think oh, i'm just gonna message emma black and just see what Casually she can do just for like me. oh do you know where i'd take this she was like you have the following 14 options and i will research them sending leather samples to your house now i'll pick <laughs> yeah. them up for you on this day i was like marry me we love emma black so much Exquisite. on this podcast. only outdone by one m producer m <laughs> oh my god m i was like hey this is mad but like uh, do you know anything about gardening could you help me garden m helped me garden then M After came, the tiling, M, you did gardening? Wait, no, the tiling is later. She gardened first. Then <laughs> she painted the ceiling of my living room. Then she painted my living room. Then she fixed the doors in my bathroom. Then she did the t- taught, taught Ellen how to tile. Then when I was like, I don't know what else to do, she made soup in the kitchen for us all. She's... Uh, she was like, honestly, the most amazing supportive friend I've ever had in this situation. It was like just so practical. I you know I don't know how to do anything. I want everything done immediately. I yeah. need it done now. But between Ellen, Emma Black and M, like truly lesbians ease, and efficient women can do anything. Um so that was great. Now oh I <laughs> What were you doing? I feel like I feel like you outsource and you no one's like saying Ellen. you can't give jobs to people. <laughs> but like so Emma's doing your furniture reupholstery. <laughs> Emma's doing your food nutrition painting, tiling, and like, what was the other one as well? Door fixing, so carpentry. And Ellen's doing renovation and plastering. So did you hire people to um, (laughs) carry things down the... Okay, crashing your car. I'm crashing my car, so I'm so stressed by all this. You're the problem, it's you. Wait for this, wait for this. I reverse into a parked car on my new road. Of course I do. I'm in a rush. I'm not looking. I reverse into this parked car. I leave a note, obviously, because I'm not a cunt. So I leave a note in a plastic... I'm not a cunt. I reversed into that car. I'm not a bad <laughs> it person. It was a mistake. <laughs> it was all my fault. I know it was my fault. By the way, called my dad when I when I crashed the car, obviously, because I'm a 35-year-old grown-up Yeah, woman. no, I got it. Call my dad, and it's like he was waiting for me to crash the car the man was ready to go in a way that felt so rude it was didn't like, even ring just oh. like what's happened is it drivable genuinely it was like it was like my brother said obviously like my brother was like yeah look i presume we just found out his daughter was getting a driving license and then re- relearned all the theory from the car test honestly i rang and i was like dad i've reversed into a crashed car he goes like this he was like right here's what you're gonna do you're gonna get out of the car you're gonna take photos you're gonna take videos you're gonna send them to ellen so you have a timestamp. you have to leave a note it's an urban area it's London they have CCTV I was like I was going to leave a note dad he was like it's not a rural area you won't get away with driving off I was like dad I wasn't going to drive he was like you're going to 
have to leave. Wait, so going, the rule is if you're in a rural area, <laughs> no, fuck them. No. Like go, like your dad's rulers. If you're in the countryside, they can go fuck themselves. If you're in an urban area, they will get you on CCTV. Apparently. We're not here to be good. We're here to cover our own backs. <laughs> the priest said this, yes. Um, so my dad, ethical. My dad's like leaving. I was like, so I left a note. It was lashing rain. This is the storm. So I left a note in a plastic parcel. I was waiting for this person to call me, waiting for that. You hat. laminated your my note. My dad's like, call your insurance company, tell that you'll be calling, blah, blah, blah. I laminated my note, obviously. <laughs> I leave my note on the car. I'm waiting every day for this person to call me. The day one, they don't call. Day two, they don't call. This is living in my body, the stress. Obviously, the body keeps the score. Uh, day three, they don't call me. Day four, they don't call me. Day You're five, I see. Again. Day five, I see this fabulous woman get out of her house and go across into her car, and she has like a full French twist, full lipstick. She looks amazing. Stop. She's like seventy. I go over to her and I'm like. She doesn't see the notes. She gets into her car, so I have to knock on her window and be like, hey, that was me. I'm so sorry. She shakes my hand and is like, so many people crash into my car on this road and no one tells me. Thank you so much. I'm blah. She has a fabulous name, but I won't give it away on the podcast. Zaja um, Gabor. Honestly, close. <laughs> honestly, Magda close. Gabor. Genuinely close. What's the other one? It's so amazing. Magda Zaza. It's in the Zaza the third Gabor realm, sister. Right? So I was like, I crashed into your car. She was like, okay, listen, thank you so much for telling me. Shakes my hand. I live in that house. So nice to see you. Here's the thing. People crash into my car. They never tell me. I have this guy who fixes it around the corner real cheap. We'll walk there together on Friday. Free Friday. I can't do 11. I do have a food shop coming. I won't walk around to the supermarket anymore. Anyway, hon, I'll give you a call. But listen, I've got to go to water aerobics. Where have aerobics. you moved to? Kensington? I've got to go to water aerobics. She must. She must. She's off. I was like, that was heaven. So we're going to the place tomorrow together. Um, the garage. And then, so that's like, I'm moving. Then my movers arrive and see all my stuff and they're like, oh no, we can't do this. They bail. Yeah, so you mentioned this. What What do they do? He'd want to come move? and look at it, but then he was like, oh no, that's too delicate. There's too much stuff that's glass and delicate. We don't. Do you mean your glass drinks cabinet? No, like my table, my dressing table and oh, stuff. Oh, it's a lovely dressing table. So they're table. like, we won't take that. So they bail halfway through. So then I have to call and pay through the nose, obviously, because I was like, can you come 15 no. minutes ago? Um, Those guys come, they're like, we haven't quite to do enough. I spent. So much money, I can't even think about it. And if you add in crashing into the car, real expensive week. No, go on, tell me. Wait for it. So then, oh God. <laughs> oh no, it's going bad. So inclusive of that, like, let's just assume the car, I don't know, definitely like over a grand that I wasn't spending. <gasps> on, yeah, like truly the most expensive day of my life. And then I get to the house with all my stuff. I'm moving it in. Obviously, I have too much stuff. Obviously, I'm downsizing as I go. Obviously, it's hell. In the midst of all that, <laughs> I'm like, there's a weird smell. I think there's a weird smell and they're like it's an old house I was like was it your body honest to god I like obviously when you get stressed obviously I check that I know like, so you don't I'm even like, notice it you're farting I'm sniffing yeah. I'm checking and they're like have I leaked just, have like, I leaked they're like it's yeah. that, not you they're like it's a damp um, press downstairs I was like is it the damp I clean out the damp cupboard Charlie Clive cleans out the damp cupboard why am I lying yeah because you're busy Charlie Clive <laughs> <are you> unpacking <laughs> yeah. Charlie Clive clears out the cupboard oh there's a weird smell does, does one, of the, one of the girls who works for me would you mind getting on your hands and feet and scraping them all down thank you so much thank you so much sorry I've got things to do she's going water aerobics sorry wish. guys I've got pilates I it's for my mental health it's for my mental health I get her name I wish I was with her at, at water aerobics <laughs> um, so then so then wait 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 I haven't slept in so many days wait I call I'm like I'm pretty sure it's gas 
And everyone's like, I don't think it's gas. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's gas. I call the emergency place because I'm like, obviously it's fucking gas. They come in there like, that is not a small gas leak. That's a huge gas leak. Stop. We'll be here for the next 48 hours drilling up the path outside your house Stop. and coming in and out of the house. I swear to God, I, could, I don't think I've peed or eaten something in the last 48 hours without a man knocking on my door being like, sorry, love, can I just ask you? Because I was like, ah! So then... <laughs> Um, Wait, also, so the gas leak is outside of the front door? It was leaking into the house, yeah. So they've stopped that now, which is always a relief. Um, and then uh, the... So then I'm like, okay, cool, the gas leak's sorted. And then I plug in the television and I have to move an armchair to do that. And um, Oh, did you do that yourself? Wait for it, yes. So M, when we were painting, had been like, I think there's a bit of water under your radiator. And I was like, la, 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 la. I can't engage with that right now. By the way, I was painting too. I wasn't just watching. Yeah, yeah, I know, obviously, yeah. Fuck you, Em, I was painting, wasn't I? <laughs> Fuck you, Em. And then... Em's nodding, but in a really panicked yes master way. And then... Thank you, thank you so much. And then um, I pull this over out and obviously it's the water has become a problem. So the radiator is leaking. So, you know, big week and I am... Um, okay, a radiator leaks easy. That's just a wrench, right? Just no, a tight... No, 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 no. Oh, is the pipe burst? No, it's usually that if it's an old radiator, it's worn the, the pieces have worn down enough that you've got holes that are causing leaks usually <laughs> no I know how to tighten a, a fucking bolt but yeah because um, I learned from him um, but yeah so um, yeah so yeah so like I'm, okay. I'm well I'm fine how are you babe do you want to... I feel like you've still got more to process. I honestly have so much to say, but I, I'm so tired. I understand that. But I know you don't think I've been doing anything, but I No, have. I think you've been very busy. Have you... <laughs> Fuck is, you. Is old flat Fuck gone? You. Is it is it wrapped up? I have finally relinquished old flat. Oh, so good. I sanded and painted and all touched up all those bits, blah, 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 Full blah, blah. Woke back. up in the middle of the night being like, I forgot two holes. I know I forgot two holes over the door. I hope two they don't find them, but they probably will. I won't get my deposit back for ages because, you know, these things take time. Okay, so you've moved. That's, well, this is the thing. You're out of old flat. That's one massive thing. I just think we just just quickly check my with Andrew. My arms are sore. Okay. Oh, are they? <laughs> Must be all the painting of the ceilings and the fixings of doors. I painted you, motherfucker. No, I understand. I and understand. I cleaned every single cupboard in that kitchen. Uh, obviously, well, because you I have did, to clean the top. Charlie did the no, one that was moldy. No, I did the kitchen. But I cleaned the kitchen. I did yeah. the kitchen top to bottom. I defrosted the freezer. I don't, absolutely. You're like a go-getter. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so this is not what you need right now but I feel like we, we can you know yes you've had a very stressful time but the celebratory thing is look <laughs> at how many people who are willing to work for you <laughs> and do you feel happy that you're now settled in the new house with the gas leak it's the gas leak sorted mm, okay. it's the radiators that are still leaking okay. but I'll tell you this much <laughs> I I love the three women I've moved in with because they yes. let me cry. They brought me coffee. Oh my god! Charlie Clive brought me this dress this morning from her oh saloon my god, that's wardrobe. Such a beautiful dress. And um, they're so nice. To Question: me. What's a saloon wardrobe? Oh, Charlie Clive is taking over Ellen Robertson's old bedroom and turning it into a walk-in wardrobe that has a saloon <gasps> theme. It's cowboy themed. It's so fucking cool. This is like the dream house. You know, I've it's never been inside be it. I've only I been outside. I can't wait for you to come in. When you, if you come in a week, it's going to look, it looks already fucking amazing, but it's going to look insane. At what point can I come and not have a job? Oh, in a week. Okay, amazing. Yeah. Week. I, I don't want to come and do manual labor. Sweet angel. Honestly, we're not made <laughs> for it. We're not made for it. My Everything hurts. How do people do these jobs? If you have a builder and you're thinking he's charging it, he's not. He's not. Ellen is working. So it's such hard work. Yeah. 
it's not. You're you. They deserve every penny, and they're amazing. And I only feel like myself when I have my nails painted. <laughs> <laughs> Has have we set back feminism so intensely within the last sixteen minutes? I've been doing my job while I've been doing all this as well. I'm no, one hundred percent. I fuck you, man. No, hey, hey, now let's not lash out a little Helen. I'm just. We're saying, all like, having a lovely time. Helen, you get. You get you cry when no, I don't feel sorry enough for you because you've had your period and had to make chalky porridge. That's always. a lot for Helen. I'm just saying, maybe like I'm fine. But I'm doing it all Do alone. Still- I'm not getting <laughs> M to come round my flat in the morning to make me chalky porridge because my period hurts. <laughs> like I I'm not hiring week? two different moving companies to move my special dressing table. How <laughs> like, am I getting it out of the apartment otherwise? Tell me how. I don't know. <laughs> Get five more lesbian friends over. <laughs> like apparently they can do it all. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Send out the bat signal. <laughs> You're missing a trick because I'll bet you Em would make the most amazing. Jess Foster Q, Jen Brister, get the girls oh, round. Jess would have been golden for this. She, actually, oh my god, she would have been amazing. Let's get her on the pod. Um, yes, please. And Jen, God, that'd be lovely. <laughs> Last shout out goes to um, Sam North, who's a listener of our podcast. Hello, Sam. Sam had a week off work, and he knew that we were the night we were painting my living room with M. Yeah. He met Ellen in the street, and I think something about her face said, "My girlfriend's a nightmare." Anyway, he brought us a lasagna. He just came over Wait, with cider lasagna to our house. Just do you know him? Gay people are the fucking best. Yeah, he's he's Ellen's um, efficient gay man. Okay, okay, that makes way more sense. I was like, do you mean that you just met someone and they <laughs> brought you food to your house? I'm giving out my address, and you were just absolutely fine with that. Like, could <laughs> you imagine? I see men walking past, and I think, gay. Could you make me a lasagna? Just to be clear, if you're listening <laughs> to this and you are a fan of this podcast, thank you so much. Please keep supporting us. Do yes. not show up to our house with food. Do not do that. That is genuinely frightening. That is frightening. <laughs> you need to give more context to these stories. No, I mean, everyone wants a fabulous gay to shop to the house with a lasagna, but you have boundaries and they should be there for good reason. I don't like change. No, okay. I don't like change. Do you want to put that down? Or on, uh, unusual systems okay. or um, new places or um, okay. imperfection. Yeah. And everything's in everywhere. But it's, it is now just a leaky so radiator. It's so yeah. beautiful. Hasn't she done such a good job? The bathroom's the nicest bathroom I've ever seen. Ever? Ever. It's amazing. Okay, I'm you, coming over. You next should come week. over for a bath. Actually, our bath is huge. Will you Will you draw it for me and sit and talk to me while I'm? I'd in love it? to. Genuinely, uh, I'd actually love to. <laughs> we could do that thing that me and Francis do. Tell you what, that'll just... get the lesbians over. <laughs> Helen Bauer is putting on a show in the bath. Good luck. The house would be jammed. You Helen Bauer is going to be rubbing herself stupid in the tub, having a little roll around. I could do you want to come watch? Uh, and then make the money back for the second set of moves. Yes, I can do my favorite bath move, which is when you put your head under, but you're on on your front. So you're like on all fours in the bath and then you like go down like a cat and then you just have your bum cheeks poking out <laughs> of the bubbles. It is the most adorable thing of all time. So like all you can see when you look at the bath is little butt cheeks. Come on, not little, quite big on me. And then just surrounded by bubbles. Big on, on you. Yeah, they're big on me. I've got, I bought too big a size. I bought too big a size of butt cheek. I thought, though, as much as I do appreciate that is adorable. Yes. Yeah, it's so cute. Who is your audience? Francis. <laughs> oh, 
Francis, Francis, Emma Black. Sunil doesn't like he. I have to lock the door. I just wanted to take this platform to um, apologize to my partner for being um, a dog shit person, and <laughs> to M for um, taking advantage of her friendship, and to Emma Black for um, not replying to every message, and to you be um, nice to my Emma Black, and to my mother who I always was like, oh my god, it's not gas, but thank God she made me superstitious about it because superstitious paranoid about it because good God um, and thank you to Serena and Charlie for um, being so nice and I'd like to thank all of those women for picking up the and slack that I can't do because I went to Germany <laughs> were you in Germany? I had a lovely time see no idea absolutely no idea Oh my God. I was in Germany. I've been touring. I did five different cities last week. Oh, that doesn't sound as bad as mine. Do you want to see the picture <laughs> of the? Um, do you want to see the? Picture I was in Leicester, Nottingham, oh, Bristol, Reading, Berlin. But no, yeah, Bookshelves. okay, that's lovely, Catherine. Okay, <laughs> Germany was a wonderful. If I stop talking or moving, I fall asleep. So you have to keep talking. Okay, um, so Germany was really nice. I did a show. I did lots of tour shows last week, which was very long. But I met lots of lovely Where? people. Um, okay, already listed them, but I'll do it again. Okay. Um, Nottingham, Leicester, um, Bristol, nice, nice. Uh, those are Reading, nice places. Nice, uh, Berlin. Yeah. Like five on the trot. Just I want fucking to go to Berlin boom, 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 to do some gigs. I think maybe we could go do a double sometime. We should do that. That'd be sick. That'd be really nice. I'd really like that. That'd be heaven. And then... Um, or Trusty Hogs. Or Trusty Hogs, yeah. yeah we could do a Trusty Hogs live in Germany. But I would love to go to do some gigs in Germany. Okay, so what you eat? Anything delicious? In G- I had a kebab. Yum. Oh my God! Did you go to the Christmas market? Are they up yet? They are up. I, I walked past some... Weirdly, I went to Potsdamer Platz, which is like a really weird place to go because it's like just tourists, right? Oh, but I've I was been like, there. I left my friend Carmen's place, um, which is like... I want to say, it's in like Kreuzberg area. And I was like, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go for a walk in the morning because I did my show on the Saturday night, which was great. Thank you so much to everyone who came. Dankeschön. Also, thank you for your messages the next day. Cute. I am aware that there were two audience members who were incredibly tricky, but thank you for being very nice and saying I dealt with them very in well. Uh, uh, one was German, one was English, but they were just. It was just. They know who they are. Both They've apologized over message <gasps> as well. So, like, I think they listened Hulk? to this podcast. I think so. <laughs> I think they were just drunk. I think they were drunk. But just as a reminder to everyone, this happens very rarely. Just wait. If you come and see me and Catherine do stand-up, if you want to chat, we can chat at the end. We'll always come out. We've got to Will leave the venue at some in point. The, in, the, in the middle of the Just, show. like, really joiny in And it was... And they weren't being mean. So it was like you couldn't slam them down. But it got to the point where I had to sh- tell them to shut the fuck up, like, three times. That's cute. Because I was, like, having to cut the show as I was going. Because they were oh, taking up sake. so much time. Can I say this, though? I love you all so much. I love your enthusiasm. I really genuinely do. And this do. is a very small minority of you guys. Oh. But also, like... How lucky we are that they get like messy and enthusiastic. But what I will say is, um, <laughs> what I will say is, when y'all get drunk and you're honestly the Helens, when the Helens come and they do like Helen levels of wine, are we no? Like, are we? May saying I the say? Helens? Yeah, we're saying the Helens of the gang. <laughs> the Catherines honestly send far too long messages, so I'll I'll concede that, right? But at least they're useful. The Helens, may I say, occasionally <laughs> shout out during shows, and if I may, can be a little handsy. But I love you. Please support our patron. <laughs> just just remember that I cannot. No, we have to keep this in. Keep it real. I think we've got to keep it real. And also just to let people know, like, 
We massively appreciate your support, but obviously it's tricky sometimes at shows because, like, we yes, we do want to talk to you, but we can't do it when we're on stage because there's people who have bought tickets who don't have the context of the podcast. So it can be like, it can I would be say we're tricky. fundamentally different on this score because actually I'd much rather talk to you during the show. Really? And don't really want um, to um, touch hands after. Okay, so if you come and see either of us, talk during Catherine's show, during mine, Helen's doing her best to focus, let her focus, and then I will have a drink at the end at the bar. Oh, that's so interesting. Right? That's so interesting. By the way, speaking of people who are amazing support, at the yeah. Bedford and Malham, first of all, thank you so much for selling out our live show. That was so much fun. Wasn't and second, it, so it was fire. so fun. So mm. fun. And secondly, um, we got brought an insane amount of gifts that I just can't get over. Did you see all the cross stitch we got? Uh, yeah, are you fucking kidding? And we got Swedish Percy Pigs. Yes. And we got. I mean, they're literally Chris- over there right now. We got now. Christmas gifts from Sadie. Oh, Sadie. And I, it's just, everyone, so listen. You're amazing. I've also got a stack of gifts there from German Hogs, but we will, gifts, let's do gifts, this gifts, all in the extras. Gifts, 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 and I will tell oh. you about my Sunday and Monday in Berlin because I did two amazing days. Wait, you went to Potts? No, but I went on like this massive walk and I also did like the best chill day of all time. But I'll tell you in the extras because we need to bring on our guest. Okay. Catherine, you're okay. I love okay. our guest. You've got this. I love our guest so much. And I'm going to make you a coffee right now. You, it's so funny. I've been like mainlining it, but it's not making any difference. It's really not. <laughs> really? It's really not. I feel like we, your mainlining and my mainlining are very different. So we're going to go do 10 lines of Coke and we'll see you in a minute with Nish Kumar. Nish yeah. Kumar. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the plugging section. Do not skip. Do not skip it. On March 2nd next year, I will be doing my show one last time at the Earth in Hackney. Pretty it's cool. It's a massive venue. It's like 700 seaters. And when you go on the ticket link to buy a ticket, which you must, you must, you must, please, it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be doing a split bill with Olga Cox. So she'll be doing an hour. I'll be doing an hour. We're going to design some cocktails. It's going to be the ultimate night out. Please join us. Tickets are available now. Uh, we are all coming to Leicester on the 10th of February. So you can see every single hog as a solo stand up. And you can also see Trusty Hogs live uh, starting at 12.30 with Helen's show. Then I'm on at uh, 1.30, 2, 2, 2 o'clock at Duffy's. Then Catherine's at 3.30, so you can see us all back to back. Then there's a bit of a gap until Trusty Hogs Live at 9.45. I'm also doing a work in progress at 8.30, um, but uh, prioritise those first four because that, that'll be your big day out. Yeah. 10th of February, Leicester Comedy Festival. Hydrate, hydrate on that Yes, day. yeah. Hello, it's Catherine. Also, please don't skip this. I know it's promo and it's boring, but here I am. I'm going on tour with a show called Again with Feelings. And my tour is going to be in London Soho Theatre for two weeks in March. And then I'm going to Brighton, Aldershot, Edinburgh, Glasgow, York, Newcastle, Norwich, Winchester, Cambridge, Oxford, Bath, Birmingham, Manchester, Leeds, Liverpool, Sheffield, Exeter, Corsham, Bristol, Coventry, Guildford. 
Portsmouth, Swindon, Dublin and again in London in October I'm doing a big date at Bloomsbury Theatre my point is I'm trying my best I'm coming to lots of places I'd love to see you there I think the show's pretty damn good and shout out to all the Hampshire girlies please go see Catherine in <gasps> Pompey and in Aldershot Aldershot as we call it um, and support her I want her to love Hampshire as much as I do and Winchester Winchester's in Hampshire isn't it? I don't count it why am I oh, doing wow. so many dates Thank in Winchester? so much in Hampshire because it's yeah. a gorgeous county Yeah, I'm ready to see I you was just to saying get... that your um, salt and pepper hair is so sexy, and Helen said it's our fault. It's it's hanging out with female. I think male comics. You know that thing like aging like a president. Yeah, I think you guys, <laughs> <laughs> with love. Thank you so much for being here, and please do talk directly into the mic. Um, she I, won't let you speak. How do I say this? So like like so like. Um, I think like so a lot of you guys don't have kids and everyone always says oh I've gone grey because of the kids I think it's hanging out with female comics <laughs> I think we're exhausting and tricky personalities okay but I think it's so sexy I actually I start to trust a man once he goes grey really yeah because, uh, well I guess it turns out it's because he has enough female friends apparently <laughs> <laughs> Chloe Petz recently said to me that she thinks one of the things Ed Gamble and I have in common here we go is that we have a like we have a very high tolerance for strange women. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Did you meet her on the way here? No, or... it was... It, we, we'd done a, I can't remember when we'd done a gig together and we would... I was telling... Or was you, it just a text? talking about my girlfriend and, uh, and Chloe just interrupted me to say... Savage. I think one of the things that you would have in common <laughs> is a very high tolerance for strange women. Welcome to Trusty Hog. <laughs> Look, I, I'm with you. I can't hang out with the UK female comics for too long because I can't fucking lose my mind as well. The absolute state of all of can, us. Can we also move away from... Fi- I think it's your... Maybe it's just your generation. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. Fair, Sarah Pascoe's very reasonable. We're just the worst. <laughs> for sure there's drama with all of them. I think they're quite reasonable gals. What's so with our group that came in and just fucked it up? I think so. I think like Ashling and Catherine and Sarah, they're like a good time. We're just like... We have 74 problems. Will you light my cigarette? Are you well? <laughs> Are you doing this gig today? Can I sit on your lap? I already am. Is this consent? Listen, you must abide it. Let's not. If we're, if we're working out whether groups of female comedians or groups of male comedians have done more damage, let's not get into... Let's not start that conversation. No, let's start You're it. Right. Let's get the whiteboard right. out. Let's You're do a right. chart I, and figure it out. And it would be a whiteboard. I think like, at this point in history, there are very few... It's like male comedians and then like... Like heads of military that have done most <laughs> that have done most damage. But Nish, you did none of you knew. Yeah, heads yeah, of yeah. military of wise, <laughs> it's terrible. I've been listening to a podcast about the dictator in El Salvador. Um, what's his name now? He you changed listen, it halfway through. <laughs> he changed it. Do you know? Um, not Saddam Hussein, but that's exciting. That's a new podcast out. What? There's a new um, Saddam pod. Yes, Saddam pod just dropped. Saddam Hussein part one, son of the alleyways. <laughs> Saddam Hussein part two, enforcer, frontman, mafia godfather. Please stop. <laughs> what, 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 what podcast app are you on? Oh, Real Dictators on the Noiser Network. <laughs> it's very good. It's hosted by Paul McGann. Paul McGann, as in the Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah, he what? loves dictators now. It's like his thing. And let me say this, her hot take on all of it is... 
Oh, they've had a terrible time. <laughs> oh, it's been bad in the world, Nish. Like, you think you know dictators, but they they are. They've done some awful things. Nish, I know you think you're political, but Helen's actually recently found out about the news. And <laughs> she's now got some pretty interesting opinions. Like, capitalism might be terrible. You know, my dad rung me for the first time last week to discuss the news with me. How would we Because he that? always just calls my dad. And he called me and he went, did you hear about David Cameron? And I was like, yes, I did. <gasps> I felt like... Because a good of your daughter. recent interest in the news. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Well, I like the. Well, I don't like the news. Awful time. But um, I've just got really <laughs> into it. Like just in general. Yeah, I, I absolutely, absolutely love that Helen Bauer has recently got into the news. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of Macias Nguema? I have Nguema. not. Oh my! Li- listen, learn about him. He did awful things in El Salvador. As did as did the Helen, Spanish. You don't have to shout, my love. This as mi- did the it's Spanish. A it's a mic. It's a mic. <laughs> 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 so you opening conversations at the moment by going, guys. Has anyone read the news recently? Every day. Shit is crazy out Every there. Day. I went back to Hitler's bunker on Sunday just to see it. You went so. back to Hitler's bunker. <laughs> I've been a couple of times. Because like no one knows where it is, but I do. And, uh, <laughs> no one knows where it is. No one. Because it's knows. not like it's not like a, a thing. Because it's like it's just a car park, right? And there's a tiny yeah, yeah, sign. Yeah. But like I know exactly where it is. <laughs> so I was but like, people well, do know. It's like, like, a secret location <laughs> that only you have access to. I never thought we'd invite you on, and I'd watch Helen steal your personality in front of you. <laughs> I, just, I love the fact that I recently went back to Hitler's bunker. <laughs> What's your favourite news era? I'm up to the middle. 90s. <laughs> don't, like, just like, what do you think? I'm been... not going to spoil the result of the 1997 election for you. No, it's Tony Blair. <laughs> Woohoo! It's Tony Blair. And then a couple of months later, Diana died, and that got him even more in favour because Alistair Campbell wrote the phrase "the people's princess." Yes. And then everyone ref- thought that he was reflecting the mourning of the country, particularly while the Queen was un- unpresent in Balmoral. That sort of laid a shift away no, from the royal family. Every- but knows. everyone else doesn't know. But I know these things now. <laughs> Everyone knows about Diana. That's the one thing we can all agree. Yeah, but they don't know what actually happened. We we all know. They send us the merch. merch. Wait, Nish, you're a news person. What do you think did actually happen with Diana on the 31st of August 1997? I mean, I... Nish? She did tragically pass away. There, but how? Nish? What do you mean? Nish? How did she die? She died in a car accident. Yeah, but like... Oh, oh, the... Come on. Listen... If you talk to... I've actually been doing stand-up about this recently. No! If, no, as in... if you, but Basically, for some reason, every South Asian woman over the age of 60 loves Princess Diana. Yeah. Like, they are obsessed with her. God bless them. And, they and do... under the age of 60. Have you ever spoken to Cindy V about her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think... I guess everybody likes Diana. I also read a review of The Crown. I haven't watched any of The Crown because I, to be absolutely fair, have very little interest in... Propaganda. And the history of the cousin fuckers. But like, (laughs) it gets really good. But but the new series, apparently Diana's ghost is in it. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm definitely watching (laughs) the Diana. I'm definitely watching the Diana's ghost series. That's like, take some edibles, watch that series. (laughs) That's like, let's see the ghost. Okay, let's do this thing. Apparently, she dies in the first couple of episodes. Spoiler alert warning. Uh, She dies in the first couple of episodes. Because she was having a Muslim baby and the queen put a hit on her. To <laughs> Tell me she wasn't pregnant. Tell me she wasn't pregnant. <laughs> Tell me that's how deep the racism goes in the royal family. Helen, Tell me she wasn't. Helen, there were, there, were, there were so t- many cameras on the tunnel that night and they were all switched off within 20 minutes of the accident occurring. Coincidence? <laughs> I can't believe you've become a Diana Trimster. Become? Become. 
I, I, like I was born with Diana Truth. I was in Paris that night on a family holiday. What? I was born for this. Wait, you were in? Yeah, family holiday How in Paris. Sex. Right. Yeah, so I'm like, very involved in the incident. So you were. <laughs> so you do you feel some primal connection because yes. you were in the same city as yes. her? Yes, I think if you speak to any South Asian woman over sixty, they yes. would one hundred percent agree with you. We'd have they, a nice cry they, and a whole. They would. Ju- they wouldn't even. You could just the, the stand up that I do, which I think is like is pretty accurate. Is you could literally just go, they killed her, no context, and then they'd go, I think it was Philip. Like genuinely, <laughs> like that is the extent to which. Yeah, because Philip had the most responsibility because he was the one that brought her in because of the. Stand-up. Oh, you don't know about the stag? It's kind of a thing. <laughs> it's kind of a thing. You should do your research. <laughs> of all of the things I thought we would kick this conversation off with, yes. I don't think I thought it would be. Oh, sorry, how are you? That. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the kickoff. That was actually dictatorships in El Salvador. <laughs> listen to that dictator it's podcast really it's really good. good which one she listens to so many I can't believe I'm saying this but I need you to sit in closer to your microphone because otherwise yeah, I'm I know. To I'm worried Helen because Bauer. I'm genuinely worried that I'm too loud but oh. I forgot what podcast I was. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry I truly forgot who I was on a pod I always sit back on it because I'm normally the loudest person by some degree why are you looking at me look at her what you're looking at Whisper- me like I'm the whispering loud McFeenian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my new drag name <laughs> My mother's name. Hey, listen, what happened to your hand? Here's what happened to my hand. I sat on it whilst playing a game of football. Huh? On the subs bench? No, no, no. Let's, right. First of all, let's deal with the assumption that I was on the subs bench. Well, you said you were sat down. I, I was the tra- worst case scenario is like the best case scenario is you're on the subs bench. Worst is that you're sitting no. down during the match to have a rest. I was in goal. And here's the thing. I was over. I'm very bad in goal. But everyone has to go in goal because there's not enough. We Everyone has to rotate. Also, presumably you're bad in all the... I am, and this is not my words, these are the words of several people who I play football with. If it opens be- it surprisingly. Better than you, you would assume. <laughs> better gonna... than you would assume. But here's the problem. I had let a goal in because I was abusing my friend. Because I play with all comedians. And so the principle, like, football is like the secondary piece of information. The primary reason you're there is to slag people off for their specific career decisions. So I was shouting <laughs> abuse kind, at somebody and a ball just dropped in over my head. And so I think Men I was overcompensating. so weird. You could just get rosé, you know. I know. <laughs> but it's like... It was Luke McQueen was was like bearing down on guard. He was like running towards me, and yeah. he went. It was like he was going to shoot to my right, Amazing. and then at the last minute he cut across the ball and it went across my body, and Whoa. I saved it with the bottom of my foot. I threw Whoa. my entire body weight the other way, and it was the greatest moment of my athletic career. Amazing. And then it immediately plummeted to the worst side because as I saved it with my foot, I overbalanced, and my full just left butt cheek. <laughs> collapsed my hand you crushed your hand I know the left one I crushed my hand with my own ass (laughs) and then the worst thing about it was that I didn't know that I broke it because apparently (gasps) if you break fingers and toes this is my great public service announcement if you think you've broken your finger or you think you've broken your toe you've definitely broken your finger or your toe so then the next week I was shooting a TV show with Josh Widdicombe that that I've been doing and like and there was Josh Whittakam, he's one of the male comedians that I think escaped interacting with your generation of female huh. comics. No, so no, he's, he he's got Rosie no Jones great. I know he had Rosie for a while. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. he'll get you in the end. He's been hit with us. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have kids, you don't have to hang out with us anymore. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the right. rules. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're fine. You're having a nice time. You're having a nice time. Nish. Happy, Nish. Happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy. I feel like a dog that's about to be taken off a child. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> it's so funny because I feel, I think of her more as like a dog who can't be around children or dogs. <laughs> I don't play well with others. <laughs> but put me with a cat, we're having a great time. Actually, we're not. I'm allergic. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, when I was doing the, there was a medic on set, and she said you've broken your finger. So that I went to A and E on the Isle of Wight, and the doctor tried to pull the finger out of its socket, mm, 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 and I refused pain medication because I thought I had a high pain threshold. Oh. Genuinely, I thought I had a high pain threshold because I hadn't noticed that I'd broken. I was like, let's do it, let's get it done. Fainted. That's, of course you did. That's straight fucking, down. That's Victorian. I bullshit. know. It was. Unbelievable. Why would you not? I don't know. I wouldn't take it either. Men are pussy crazy. stuff. It's pussy it's stuff. So weird. You want to prove that you can do it. It was just no. It was that weird thing where you go, well, it can't have hurt that much if I haven't noticed that it was broken. But obviously, to reset your it hand, it was it was deranged stuff. Did for you me. film it? No shame. Yeah, it <laughs> is a real. Fine. It is a real. <laughs> it is a real shape. But also, there was like it was this weird thing. There was like a flash of light. And then I was like in a Mike Lee film. Like I was sat at a kitchen table with Brenda Blethyn. Wait, like, Secret, like Secrets and Lies. Like oh, it was really? so weird. And then I came back to, and like, I think that, I think this reveals how, like at my core, I'm very like fundamentally quite arrogant person. Like, like really like in a way that you can't really learn from anything else. Because no. I basically, she was like, the doctor was shaking me and I was like, can I help you? Like she had inconvenienced <laughs> me. It was, it's astonishing stuff. Wow. Yeah, it reveals a lot, doesn't so then, it? So then I had to have an operation on it because I had left it for too long. So, But now, amazingly, the cast that it's in is this very heavy duty blue number, but it's actually because it's getting better and so it's to force me to move it from the nice. knuckle. Otherwise okay, nice. I would, I will, uh, otherwise I'll only, sorry, it's move the joint because otherwise you. I'll move the whole finger from the knuckle and I'll never stop. Yeah, and that's it. your wow. mic hand. You don't want to lose that. I, I'm... I hold Is the it? mic with both hands. Yeah, me too, actually. I don't know why yeah. I said that. I yeah, <laughs> to you, I'm all right. You're all right? All right. Yeah, all right. And I put my left on my hip usually. Yeah, yeah. That's a bowheart start. Yeah. Yeah, if you get I can scratchy see that, yeah. and you want to scratch yeah. with this, like, you know, when you're sort of like... How, how often are you getting scratchy on, on stage? During an hour? I've like several times. I've seen you scratch times. your tummy on stage. Oh, I always pat my stomach on stage. <laughs> I'm self-Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, I scratch my head. <laughs> like, I'm always itching something. <laughs> Yeah. That was itchy. We must I'm... we must be close to an interval. <laughs> you do that one. You do go into under your bra yeah, a lot. I, I always do. think she needs to wash that bra. It's like <laughs> I do. How did you know? I just there's a particular itch you do, and I think that's got to wash. That I needs like to wash. push it to its very limits. I know you do. What do you mean? <laughs> you like to push your bra to its very just limits? Clothing in general. Do you wash it. Just the day beyond it should have been. Maybe a week beyond it. You know, like, you know when it's stiff. I do the same with her. You think, good God. The the only thing that I keep (laughs) regularly, that I'm very on top of, is the washing of my underwear and socks. So here's the tricky thing. At our place, we got a new washing machine, (laughs) so the old one broke. Genuinely surprised. (laughs) Genuinely thought that That I never washed my underwear. That's better than I thought you would be. We have to wait to have a full, full wash before we put a wash on. Why? Because it doesn't spin and drain if it's not heavy enough in the drum. It's just I a think, weird thing. I think your washing machine is broken, Helen. I, it can't be. I think Sunil it's is newish. gaslighting you. Because <laughs> no, but Sunil found it out, but he refuses to do shared washes with me. You, the I, fact that, that you live sense. with Sunil Patel. Isn't it crazy? It's the most central casting sitcom double act. <laughs> 
uh, like it's almost like it's if somebody like was like quickly we need a flat share sitcom the two of the first names I would conjure would be well Bauer and Sunil like that surely that won't make any sense yeah <laughs> what fun it'll be to watch them clash what's good is we always have a TV show at any one time that we can watch together which bonds us what right? are you watching at the moment Let oh me guess. my god Ceausescu the crimes of the Romanian general is that really a thing is that TV okay no I, just, I, just... I would love to see that yeah um, no we're currently obsessed with Banged Up have you seen it oh my god Tom Rosenthal's on it yeah Tom Rosenthal and Johnny Mercer the MP yes! yeah I haven't seen it I sorry just is this where the people go into prison as like a social experiment it's my new favourite Channel 4 format and they do some really good ones okay <laughs> so it's a prison that was closed down in 2013 and they're like let's reopen it put um, convicts in there and get real prison guards and put in a couple of celebrities no, and just see what happens right. do you, also do you know how over capacity our prisons are like <laughs> yeah. it's a really really yeah. incredibly serious problem and the you have to watch it though the we've got a prison and it's like well uh, they can't stay there because we've got Tom Rosenthal someone from EastEnders and Johnny Mercer it's so bad oh it's Shane so Richie going in was my favourite where's Bianca where's Bianca and he's like alright man damn it's like you can't you Shane can't. Richie <laughs> walked in someone shouted Where's Bianca? And he said, All right, man down. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite is they put in a pop star, really young little pop star, very, very sweet. And he's sharing a room with this guy and he's like, I've never met a Muslim before. Oh my god. <laughs> like, oh what my is god. happening? How is this TV right now? It is so weird. But also, truly, the prison system is fucked. Yeah, Already so there higher priorities. And they've put in that Daily Mail writer, the one yeah, that's yeah, always yeah. Hitchens, like Peter Hitchens. Yeah, yeah. And he's always like, Oh, like they they all deserve it because they're inherently evil and all these liberal people. People think that they were just like misunderstood or the socioeconomic situations. It's like, Gross. yeah, there literally is a massive problem with prison socioeconomic situations. Of course there is. We all know that. Peter Hitchens is like, on the right of the Daily Mail, yeah, to be clear. He's insane. Yeah. And he's gone in there and like literally he was given oh, a Dennis job because they were like, we need to like do something with him. So he was like handing out sandwiches and immediately someone was like, how do I know you haven't spat in this? Go and try it yourself. <laughs> try it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shove it in his face. Do it. Beat it, the shit out of him. It is like, it is increasingly, when you watch old 30 Rock episodes, which I often do. Me too. When you see things like Milf Island and Are You Smarter Than a Dog, you're like, we are six We're months there. away. I think we already there. I think there is a but version Milf of Milf Island. Island. I would watch that. How long can you hold the yogurt in your mouth running up all the stairs? <laughs> and then you've got to come shot at the there's end. There's a Milf Island equivalent, which is that there's like there's that sh- the dating show with the sons and the moms. I think the that's what it is. Because I remember when they launched yeah. it, they, some people started on Twitter were like, oh, it's this is real life Milf yeah. Island. Wait, wait, what's America's this? Next Top Pirate. Are you smarter than a dog and Milf Island? These are <laughs> these are all thirty rock joke shows that I guess we're gonna work. But we were talking see. about what's it called? Um, masked singer is that shit? It's like let's take famous singers and make yeah. them pretend that they don't know what they're doing in costume. I got, I, of, are you, you smarter know than a dog? <laughs> That's the. <laughs> it's good material. <laughs> Good material. I'm worried Could that you, you imagine? Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I was worried that you weren't laughing at the joke, but you had fully realised the concept. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, one, two, three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so good. <laughs> like humans learning how to stay and not eat. Oh, yeah, 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 I literally like, meant to be like, wait, hold it. <laughs> <laughs> that's me when we get when people send in gifts here. It's usually food, and I'll and Helen. 
has it open like with her mouth before we can even be like hold <laughs> hold wait chair wait, wait. So the hog what do you call your fans the hogs the hogs, the hogs yeah. have said in <laughs> they send in pigs usually they send in edible pigs it's delicious wait, you've heard edible of them? Pigs Percy like, pigs oh I think about like bacon <laughs> just sausages please do send us meat pulled products actually no, we've Helen. never had that no, no because sometimes we leave this office empty for two weeks don't <laughs> please do not post meat products to actually, the hogs actually don't send meat to Quote 30 Rock, I've got the meat, I just need a lift. <laughs> Jenna's mum. Come on, that's good stuff. She says it every week on this podcast, I wish it was new. I once, I, I have such a, like, such a strong memory of running into <laughs> Bohart outside the Bill Murray. Yes. And he was, when we, when we were on our way in, you were on your way to do... I can't believe you're talking about this story because you're going to talk about it and I will have such different takes on this. No, because my, my, my... I was the, doing a live hogs. The, the main thing that I remember about is I texted you afterwards and said, how was the gig? And you said, Helen got her tit out after a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that does not feel right. What's wild is I'm like, oh, was that the same night? Because that could be a few. <laughs> I, what I remember about that is being very annoyed at one of our listeners because... People came to the Trusty Hogs Live, which was this amazing. Is what I was thinking you were and we say. we met outside the Bill Murray, and it was just after you'd left Mash. Yeah. And a man met us outside and was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> was like so. The thing is, okay, can I having supported you on tour and having like spent time in like the, on the streets of London with you, people are truly vile to you. Like I actually <laughs> like. And listen, I'm not nice to you, but these people are. They don't even know you. They haven't bought you a coffee or anything, and they're horrendous niche so he like we'll be walking down the street and if people recognise me they're like hey your podcast nice if they recognise this they're like I have a I need to tell I got you and it's like that's your opening guy? wow <laughs> but this guy was like why are you leaving it just got good the first few seasons were shit and it's oh, like yeah. blah, blah, blah. oh my god and I had to be like hey man uh, well I didn't have to be but I'm did uh, yeah. Nish was being like it's so funny that you think you're arrogant because in those situations you're so nice you're like thank you so much for watching really appreciate the support <laughs> it's so cool that you honestly Nish is like I totally understand I was like hey man yeah, he's just trying to walk down the fucking street and people are all just yeah. go inside if you're coming to the gig go inside I was so you were like a dog I was, hey, so, hey, hey. I was I, so angry I will say that you, uh, for like for all the negatives of dealing with your group of female comedians, we also get a lot of positives out of it. <laughs> Thank you. We, 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 I would say the positives oh. massively outweigh the negatives. Yeah. And one of the key positives is you do you do look after us like you're sad children. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I, I like, made Sunil dinner last night. Exactly. There, there you, you go. go. I was so like, there you go. He's happy. Yeah. Yeah. He's happy. We watched a couple of episodes banged up. He has his curry. He's having a lovely time. Do you, okay. you made him a curry? Tiger and curry. Yeah. Nice. With tofu. Did he like it? Uh, he just grump. He just uh, makes it. Uh, it's fine. Like he doesn't like. Yeah. But like that's him. That's him enjoying. That's his it. most positive. That's yeah. the most positive he's like capable. I don't of not being. hate it. Oh, I don't you. not hate thank it. Thank you. Okay. Shut up. Fucking fucking thank you, Helen. Okay. <laughs> love you too. Love you. Love you. Whatever. Bye. Shut up. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> go to my room. Go to my room. <laughs> I want them to marry. Obviously. Of course, we all want that to happen. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the best ending? Yeah. It would be the you two getting married. It would be, be the, the end of Sunil. It would be. He'd given. He'd have given up. He'd have point. given up on life at that point. And I love him enough to not want him to go through that. I want. He that deserves for you. more. I love you enough to not marry you. I love you enough to never lock you down with that. 
Because he lives in fear. He's got to lock himself in his room. That's because like, you keep hiding. going in when he asks you not to. Just to say hello. <laughs> just, just you to told say. me it was to take leaves out of his room. <laughs> I went in once to take a leaf out of his room. And now he's got a whole bit of stand-up about, I don't want to talk and talk about it. Yeah, Who has got- a leaf under their bed? Who has a leaf under their bed? Why? Even even I don't have leaves under my bed. But why did you know that? Because I saw it. <laughs> why were you under the bed? I wasn't <laughs> under the bed. I was having a tantrum lying in the corridor flat. <laughs> and I could see into his room, into his bed, because I was having a tantrum. Because I was having a tantrum. I'm allowed to have tantrums and lie down. Why? I'm allowed to. I don't understand why you were having a tantrum. I don't know, something pissed me off probably. Something probably pissed me off. Why did you lie down? (laughs) As if no one here ever lies down to have a tantrum. Hello? So wait, you have a tantrum and you have to be like, I must be... Flash. Well, you know, you just sort of like, oh my god, the oh the the so news. You just lie on the life. Yeah, and then you're stamping your feet and legs. Yeah, and then you <laughs> see a leaf under there, and you're like, get the leaf out. Yeah, and he's like, you're having a tantrum. We can wait. The leaf can so wait. So I'm trying to get under his legs to get to the leaf, and he's like blocking it. <laughs> so you're having a tantrum. He's just sat on his bed, going, I guess this is Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you and you, what were you having? Can you remember what you were having a tantrum about? Mm, could it have been anything. Hell, like I honestly, I don't remember. This oh was months ago. God. But like, it could how be often anything. do you have to have a lie down to deal with your tantrum? Monthly, maybe monthly. <laughs> yeah, because there's just so much going on in the world. I saw, I saw <laughs> Helen fight, like physically fight Sunil to try to get into his room to eat chocolate that he'd been sent. <laughs> and then, no, if this is the cookie again, then, I, you know then, that fifty percent of that was technically mine. It was. You and I both know that. <laughs> and and then, he was being, I can't believe he locked it into his then, room. He's got mice in there. Then he was like, locking food in his mice room. In there? Yeah, he said to me yesterday, he got his pack of biscuits from his mum, so we didn't even pay for them. And I was like, can I have a biscuit? And he went, no, not until tea time. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then at tea time, he gave me one and then took the pack into his room. I was like, are you fucking joking me? On on that same visit, he discovered that you'd eaten all of his magnums out of his freezer. And then you you said- Because he ate mine! (laughs) No. You never see the other side. This might have been the tantrum. We have a lot of fights over ice cream in the freezer. (laughs) I, the thing is... Because I believe in sharing and he doesn't... It does feel like the film Misery, but I can't decide who is Kathy Bates and who is James Caan. Either way, I'm the pig. I'm Misery. I'm Misery. Who's the pig? Misery is the pig, the name of the pig in the film. Is it? Everyone refers to this film, but they have not seen it, okay? Yeah, yeah, the pig right. is called Misery. You're the, you're the only person who thinks of Misery as being the film with the pig. It's the pig film. It's the pig film. It's like Babe. It's a prequel to Babe. <sighs> oh, my God. He's fine. Whew. So you never tantrum lying down? No, I no. never tantrum lying down. You never oh. tantrum? But how do you tantrum then? Well, you've seen me do stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> my career is one extended tantrum. Do you ever have a tantrum when you, like, stub your toe? Yeah, I, I yeah. think it's... I think no, he has a really high pain threshold, actually. Oh, yeah. Can he help you? I wouldn't faint. Uh, That'd be mad. <laughs> just straight out. That, I am technically horizontal, but not for the same reasons as you. I think if you uh, interview my girlfriend... Yeah. We she have. Would t- yeah, she That's would talk to you about my tantrums. I do. Occasionally Ooh, get her she's back like, in. Fucking hell! Like, she just hears that comfortable living. <laughs> what the fuck? 
and she used to do an impression of me when I lose my keys. And so I, I then actually, I, I then just wholesale told on stage. But it was her, her impression of me when I can't find anything is, I can't find my keys. Where are my keys? My parents were right. That's the, th- oh. that's the, three, that's the three stages. She's like, that's the three stages of your tantrum. She's like, I can see it in your eyes. How quickly it goes. Well, I can't find my keys. Where are my keys? My parents were right. Bang. I would highly recommend getting on the floor by the time you get to the third (laughs) section. I really would. Just give it a go next time. It is so... It's like childlike moment. What, just to lie flat on the floor? I'll send Sunil around if you want. He's very calming. You (laughs) went to say cathartic and then didn't back yourself. I panicked. What does cathartic mean? It felt right. It It was completely correct. No. So what is it? Is it like it's like a nostalgia for no, a feeling? Catharsis is like a sort of it's like, it, a like, it's like an emotional release. Yeah. Oh, I'm so smart. I like don't believe in me. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Catharsis. Yeah. You're right. Hey, Nish, what are you up to? Well, let me just say this. First of all. <laughs> I'm having a great time. We're having also, a lovely time. Let's with you. be honest. You're this the first all... male comedian to say that on this podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. This is also. They always look so tired at the end. This is also going better than the last time I did this podcast. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> oh, because you fucking told all my secrets. Jesus! Do you remember we did a live Trust show? Trust live in Edinburgh. Yeah, and I was like, la 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 la, just talking about stuff. I'd said to, I'd said to Helen at backstage. I said, Helen you are not to talk about I didn't think I had to say it to Nish Kumar grown man mature man sensible man cheeky I said, boy I said hey <laughs> hey Helen he's a cheeky little boy do not mention yes. who I'm kissing or that I'm kissing I on didn't. stage I'm not getting into it we're on stage approximately 30 seconds and Nish is like yes you I saw with the kissy 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 <laughs> in the middle of the bar last night and I was like shut the fuck up man it was you <laughs> it was the it was, I think it's the first time I've seen you genuinely discomforted. I was red oh, from my belly yeah. button to We could to do it now if you want to. <laughs> it is so much fun. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a virgin. That's my brand. <laughs> but yeah, sorry about Your that. Your brand yeah. do you think is virgin? I think no, but I do think I seem too uptight to have sex. So it's kind of the same thing. I don't. Wow, you are so off your own brand. Really? Yeah. You are like definitely. I seem like I schedule not one of the right? like, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, oh yeah, but yeah. that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, that's like me and Helen going. I think our brand is deadpan. <laughs> I think our brand is like low key deadpan. Keeps everything re- pretty reserved. Keeps everything on the inside. I like the audience to make their own jokes up, <laughs> and I'll just give them facts. That's what I do. I go on and I go, "Who's your favorite dictator?" Let's riff. You have. I've seen you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it goes dark really quickly. Really? People do not like what? that crowd work. Where that... my warheads at is my favourite catchphrase. <laughs> Where's my warheads at? But people just don't want to discuss it. And you know what? Yeah, I said it. Part of it, I think, is because I've got German heritage. I think people get awkward. Okay? You are so used to defending yourself. I went on you... stage in Germany at the weekend. And I went, who's a fan of war? And it was tense. In Germany? Yeah. in Germany? In Germany. They haven't had war in ages! <laughs> I know, but... It was a big one, it yes. Was a really it big was one. a big one. It was a big... No one's saying it wasn't a big one. You need to stop now. It was a while ago. I'm going to say okay. this now. You were on stage in... Where were you in Germany? Berlin. You were on stage in Berlin. <laughs> and you from said... Hitler's what? fucking basement. <laughs> no, I went there the next day. Bunker, bunker. Do you know what my favourite story about Hitler's grave is? Oh, my God. The, no, the no, bunker. No, no, no. Groucho Marx was in Berlin, and he asked the driver to drive him to the bunker... And the driver was like, okay, fine. And they drove him to it. Drove him to it. Groucho Marx got out of the car and with a completely somber face 
went onto Hitler's grave and danced to Charleston. Like on the bunker <laughs> where he got, oh danced to Charleston and then just got back in the car and apparently just looked like ashen face throughout but was dancing to Charleston <laughs> because he wanted to dance on Hitler's grave. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's incredible. It's, uh, it's incredible. It's such a, it's, uh, it's one of my favourite stories. I, abs- I absolutely love the fact That'll that. That'll be Sunil when you die. Amazing. <laughs> Fashion face, oh. but still oh. <laughs> a jive. A jive. Um, he would never dance the Charleston. He doesn't have the energy. He will when you die, though. You'll have oh, all that no. sugar rush from the ice cream. He's finally late to these. It's also my art. You know what? I'm not. I'm not doing it. If I bring an ice cream and he eats it, I'm allowed to eat his. He's got to learn how to share. Mm. He. D- he. D- people do need to learn how to share. I think it's very important. Yes. You have to learn how to share. And I'm growing still. What do you mean you're growing? I'm growing. You got, are, are you, have you had a growth spurt? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if the next time I see you, you're like six foot five and you're like, I fucking told I you. I'm growing. That's no, why she to... smokes so much, just to keep it up there. <laughs> you're balancing out your ice cream growth spurt yeah. with cigarettes. Yeah. I think it'd be really tricky to go through life any taller than six foot one, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah I would say so. Yeah. I'm pretty worried about, do you know Helen's conspiracy theory that um, old people don't live uh, tall women die old. younger because how many times have you seen a really old tall woman but isn't that because they we all slightly shrink as we get older not that much not <laughs> like have you ever so seen a, a really old woman over 5'11 yeah I think we just I think we get to 60 and poof, gone what exploding yeah <laughs> spontane so your contention combustion. is that tall women yes. spontaneously combust yes, at 60 and I don't want that for me so I'm smoking. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're crying. Deliberately shrink yourself so yeah. you don't die. I, yeah. I, I have no way of either supporting or contradicting what you're saying. I don't just know the medical them. data. Just That's support. what she does. That's what she does. <laughs> <laughs> she plays the counterfactual so that you always have to be like, I guess. And then you feel crazy. <laughs> Maybe you are. Maybe you're both mad. I can't believe you're gaslighting us live yeah. on the podcast. She's the Donald Trump of podcasts, for sure. For sure. Hey. I have not got to him in the news yet. Don't tell me anything. Well, don't tell me, don't tell me anything. As far as I'm concerned, he's the man from Home Alone 2. <laughs> and very good in it. Very good. No, I know he gets elected at some point, but how? <laughs> <laughs> I ab- I think it's. Uh, he fires the president. Like you know, him. you know the catchphrases from the news, but you don't know the context. I know grab them the by the pussy, but like why? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I like I only saw the Matrix for the first time this year, but I kind of knew it just like <laughs> the from like osmosis. The there are news catchphrases. <laughs> what What are the key catchphrases from the news? Grab them by the pussy. Grab she thinks, them she by thinks the pussy. Grab them. Grab them. The what is it? Grab them. Grab them. I think it's grab her. Yeah, but... grab her by the pussy. Um, Donald Trump is not a huge fan of the gender-neutral pronoun. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there were three of us in that marriage, so it was a little crowded. <laughs> you actually sort of went a bit Diana. You even, <laughs> you even slightly moved your head in the way that she does. It's a little crowded. Um, what are the other ones? Okay, so the the Berlin Wall falling sounds. What's, that's the catchphrase, is it? Like, um, ich bin ein Berliner. That's a completely different. But I, yeah, but it's like, that's a catchphrase from the news. <laughs> that is a catchphrase from the news. Um, that is absolutely yeah. a catchphrase from the news. Oh, what other catchphrases are there? Now over to the weather. <laughs> That's what she says when I'm allowed to talk on the podcast. It's ten o'clock. This is BBC News. Um, um, uh, a horrible time in Hull today. Um, 
Um, is this what your um your news podcast is it's like? It's exactly like this. I would. Oh, I, do you need a guess? I think I would definitely. <laughs> I would happily watch an hour of you try to improvise news. The new the catchphrases <laughs> of the news. I would. I, I would happily watch that. There's a it reshuffle was, in the Tory cabinet this afternoon. There was, we go. <laughs> that was pretty common. Yeah, that it was That's amazing how quickly though we got to that. Now the weather. <laughs> We basically got JFK, Diana, Donald Trump, and then we needed to go to the weather. Well, what are your favourite news catchphrases? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever no. thought of it in those <laughs> No. The stakes are higher for Nish. Okay, what's your favourite one? you walk- can say them, but if he says them, he's in the Daily Mail. Yeah. Oh, Leave him no. alone. Leave that man no, alone. No, he's banged up at the moment. He can't write nothing. <laughs> oh, no, they pre-recorded it. It's not live. Never mind. Don't say anything. <laughs> but you're doing... God, pod save the, U- the UK. Prince Andrew is visiting. <laughs> no, that's oh, like visiting God. his brother at Buckingham Palace. That one gets in the news. Prince bit. Andrew, yeah. I yeah. don't think he's. I'm just trying to let recently? Nish um, tell us if he's going on tour or um, what he's up oh, to. Sorry. But no, please. I, I like catchphrases. I know, and we must. We must. We must. <laughs> I don't know why every time I try to do the chat we planned, like, <laughs> we'll discuss in advance, and then and then I sound like such a killjoy because I'm like. <sighs> And what what are the planning discussions? I would love to have an insight into the planning conversation. We were meant to 20 minutes in and we are now 47 minutes in. (laughs) That's not on me. It goes quick. (laughs) It really does go quick. We were meant to say, hey Nish, what kind of problem solver? What kind of advice giver are you? What kind of advice giver? I guess like, not a... Not a bad one. I'll give it a go. I'll yeah. give advice. I'll give giving advice a go. I think you're very philosophical when it comes to advice. You're generally much more like generous with the other side than I am. You're like Karl Marx. Wow. Well, what a happy coinciding that might definitely unplanned segue takes us to the premise of the podcast. Karl Marx. People ride in with their problems, believe it or not, <laughs> and they're all dictators. And, <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys refer to yourself as the hogs as well? Because I don't know if I've ever told yes. you this, but I do... Do you I, think of us as the hogs? Yeah, I do think of you two as the hogs. Yeah. I do as well, actually. I think we're yeah. all hogs. Yeah. yeah, we're not better than them. Yeah. We're the same. The hogs, you're all hogs. All you hogs. can be a swine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Misery the Pig. <laughs> yeah. No, that is Helen. Um, but um, would you help us solve a problem yeah, of for course. a listener? Okay, just a little um, side note, because sometimes the tonal shift jars men. Yeah. Um, we, and I do mean men, Catherine, um, we've already done so many tonal shifts. No, I don't think anything is going to jar in. sincere, which is wild sometimes. Yeah. So um, sometimes we'll be screaming, as uh, you've been here. Yeah. And then we'll go to the problem, but they are all beautiful, earnest, often um, young lesbians. And so the problems will be sincere. And so right, I just yeah, want to yeah. warn you in advance. Fine. Um, just to like, disentangle yourself from Helen, take a breath, and um, you don't have to match her madness. Listen, listen. We've all seen the one show. We've all seen the <laughs> ultimate tonal shift. Two, the, the, two, two of the key pieces of British television are there's one of the one show links where they go from, um, and that dog could really bark the national anthem. Cancer affects one in two of us. Like, that's how the one show works. It's a magazine show where the presenters have to literally flip from a dog who can do uh, like a passable impression of the prime minister to a story about a child who's very, very ill. Now, imagine if one of the presenters was barking with the <laughs> and the other, and then they had an interaction that lasted twenty minutes. That went, we've got to talk about cancer. We've must. We must. Will you let me talk? <laughs> cancer I'd, time. Oh, if you two hosted the one show, I'd watch every day. I'd watch every day. I and would if genuinely I was like, love to. Once I've completed the news, I'll know everything. And we can do it. The one show is you don't need to know about the news. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, it's not. It's like a magazine show. But there's t- the, one of the key 
pieces of British television is when Mel Brooks was on it. Yeah. And there's one they do one of those links and you can just hear Mel Brooks go, This is a crazier show on television. <laughs> like Mel Brooks, a man who has been in show business for about eighty years. <laughs> But thought that the one show was genuinely strange. Andrew, can you write down Mel Brooks to try to get him on the pod? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mel Brooks would fucking love this. <laughs> okay, we're ready for the problem, Andrew. <laughs> He's a very old man. I think we'd kill him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I have a choice of problems. Uh, a parental issue, a flat cest issue, or a workplace uh, dispute. What was what the second it? one again? Sorry. A uh, flat cest. Flat cest. As in flat incest. As oh, in sleeping with a flat mate. You said that Sorry, did you? I, I, I thought it was quite common. I've never heard the phrase flat incest before. So like you're sleeping Gosh. with someone you live with. Flat that cest. That might be a yeah. little bit close to home for you, Nish. So if you don't want to do flat uh, I, cest. I guess I am do... technically committing flat cest. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with we your were, girlfriend. Yeah, with my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want flat cest? Do you want a workplace problem? Or do you want... Parental. Parental issue. Uh, let's go workplace. I knew it. I knew it was so predictable. Mm-hmm. All right, come on. Okay. I'm going to say it right now. Quit. Oh, you know what? No, you know what? <laughs> no, let's no, go flat cest. No, no let's go flat cest. Okay, I do want to yeah. hear about flat cest. Okay, we're in. Also, I, it, listen, I've increasingly understood that people find it funny to talk to me about sex. Okay, because I did Sarah Pascoe and Carrie Ad Lloyd's podcast. The reading sp- one. Yeah, and Sarah yes. Pascoe said we picked a book that has loads of sex in it because we think it'll make you really uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fan by Sheena Patel. And oh, yeah, that they is were her. they were correct. I love that book. Yeah, it was I it's really like the book. Like, but give it to Colin Hot and me. Yes, do you love it? It was really good. It was yeah. a lot of chat about the old popping it in. Oh gosh. <laughs> Andrew, we're gonna revert to the word probably. <laughs> and I find it easier to thumb, but each to their own. <laughs> Am I right, Nish? We're all having fun. <laughs> the catchphrase of this podcast is we're all having fun <laughs> and it's having nice fun time. said was making unblinking eye contact <laughs> and patting you're yeah, yeah. Stay. it's on you're having a nice time you might not remember but you are <laughs> alright Andrew let's go um, if any sex references come up I will substitute it for popping it in thank popping so it in thank you Andrew popping it in, popping uh, it in or giving it a rub <laughs> this we worked out the other week that like it depends on the size Ellen. of your clit whether it's a rub or a scrub <laughs> <laughs> remember I said your mum had a yeah because she was like the palm Ellen. and the yeah <laughs> <laughs> rub or scrub, the new feature on the hogs. Um, I rub. <laughs> this Talk is... about my mother one more time on this podcast. <laughs> Go on. Does your mother listen? Does she fuck? She has a nice life. She's not ruining it for this. Go on. <laughs> the woman's almost made it to retirement. She wants to live. Go on. Uh, this is from N. Okay. Hi, Hi, N. I have Hello, a dilemma. Uh, I'm currently in my second year of uni and I'm living with five other girls. Here we go. Gosh. One of them is my best friend that I met in Freshers' Week and we've Don't been inseparable ever since. Don't think that'll end soon. Sometimes you live with other women since. when you're 35. Go <laughs> <on>. <laughs> we are so compatible, uh, me and my best friend, um, in many ways. Wait, one of the five is her best friend? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're so compatible in many ways and have bonded over similar secondary school experiences as women who like women and have found great comfort each other in the past year. Aww. Oh, comfort in each other, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I Do we been... reckon that's code for sex? Popping it in, yeah. <laughs> I think they're popping it in for comfort. <laughs> I have been slowly developing feelings for her, and I Uh-oh. think she may have too. She is currently taking a month out of uni due to medical issues, and so has been at home, and I've missed her fiercely, which Ooh. has made me come to terms with the severity of my crush. Mm-hmm. The main issue is that she is my flat late, flatmate, and I'm worried if I tell her how I feel and she doesn't feel the same, it could blow up in my face and make it awkward for everyone involved. Oh, sorry, blowing up in your face is bad in this context yeah. 
popping it in. I'm so sweaty, but I'll high five you, tap you. <laughs> Sorry. That was the most relaxing high five I've ever participated in. I was in. really upset to watch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm so warm, because um, I keep thinking about all the stuff I have to do. Go on. <laughs> Would you like to take advice from a woman who's currently overheating due to stress? <laughs> <laughs> a woman whose body is cooking her because of admin that she has to do. That's my life, isn't it? <laughs> Dear Catherine. Sometimes when you talk about dictators, I make shopping lists. <laughs> Go on! <laughs> the only we thing... don't learn. History will repeat itself. Who said that? You, just now. <laughs> no, it's like a phrase. It's a catchphrase. Who <laughs> said that? Gandhi. There, I said it. Maybe Gandhi. Go Maybe. on. <laughs> Maybe Gandhi! <laughs> it was one of the big boys. It was one of the big boys. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> one of the big boys. Not physically big, but like big, like you know you know him. He was hungry, Ellen! <laughs> I'm not saying physically big, Woo! like big as in like you know him, you know? Yeah. One of the big boys. <laughs> it, it was um it, Mandela. It, Gandhi. It was it? MLK. Uh, George Santayana. The not philosopher even close. Not even close. Yeah, not one of the big boys. Yeah. I'm sure he did a great work. A medium gay. Go on. On the other hand, if we did get together and our flatmates, um, maybe uncomfortable with the idea of us dating. On top of all this, she is moving to Japan next year, and so I'll not see her for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, so this person is in their second year, right? Yeah. Yes. What, what, it's, oh, so it's quite a lot of the year left. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, however, as soon as as soon as I do graduate, I will not be staying in England. Being Irish, I want to get the hell out as soon as possible. Um, ah, the what? old reverse bowheart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that she won't make the first moves, as she knows I am also asexual and may be concerned with making me uncomfortable, and is probably unaware that I have feelings for her anyway. Okay. Should I ask her out while we're still living together? Wait another year until she's back from Japan, or do nothing at all? Help, please, from N. You've got to say something. You've got to say something. I, I think everyone could have predicted Bao was going to say, you've got to say something. You do. I'm, it's, it, this is going to torture you if yeah. you don't. And obviously, yes, it's going to be an awkward conversation and there are so many different caveats to it. But at least find out yeah. if it's reciprocated. At least know. Because, like, you know that thing of, like, being in, like, your, like, early 20s or late teens and you really fancy someone, you have the guts to say it, and it just tortures you for ages? Yeah, it's like... I, it I, drives you mad. I, I would say as somebody who spent most of their late teens to mid-twenties in a state of chronic yearning, Preach. I would say oh, that that is Mish. not... You, you, it, it, it's, I hate to use a phrase that normally is associated with farts, but I'm afraid it's better out than in. <laughs> It's it better out than in. It took me so long to learn that I did that yearning thing as well. That yeah. like they'll notice, like we'll, there'll be a sign, there'll be a moment, there'll be a thing, and it's just like just find out. Because when you do say something and you find out, you're able to then do the next thing, whatever it is, whether it's good or bad, you can process it and move on. And she's a really good friend of yours. And yes, it might be awkward for a little bit, but it won't be forever. It and really won't. Also, a bit of awkwardness is surely i would say better than just like constantly like living with your insides balled into a fist yes just find just you have to i do agree i would add two addendums yeah one do it when all the housemates are there so it's a group discussion (laughs) no pop pop it in the whatsapp house meeting everyone later (laughs) who do we want to hang out with and by that i mean date (laughs) big Um, reveals so i guess i have two addendums the first is I really think you need to, before you go in, if you're going to keep living together, you have to be sure you're going in with a genuine offer of, 
just so you know, I respect your right to not feel this way and my friendship will be consistent thereafter. If mm. you can't do that, you don't have any business saying it because if what you're saying is you have to date me or I'll ruin your life, basically. Yeah. That's such a stressful dynamic. How and romantic, I- Catherine. Caveats. <laughs> Second caveat um, is that... I don't know if I want you to marry Sunil or Catherine. <laughs> it's genuinely hard for me. It's You're operating in two equally... Unlikely double acts. I mean, <laughs> Neil and I could marry. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have a happy life. He'd drive you mad with Piley. Oh, God, don't start me on You pot. couldn't I can't do with it. that. Yeah. But he wouldn't have it in my house. I, mean, I wouldn't put up with it. I've not put up with it. No, he's just Helen, got piles of shit I, everywhere. I have Hang more on. authority I, than you. I, I need to. I think we need to finish this advice, but we have to return to Piley because I'm genuinely worried he you're talking have piles. about. He not hemorrhoids. Fine. I no. genuinely was concerned that Helen had a fun nickname for one of Sunil's hemorrhoids. <laughs> she and I, and I she yeah, watched. And I don't think I should be judged for that. I don't think that's my no, fault. That's actually the more logical conclusion. <laughs> I saw your eyes dart and I thought we must clarify. Sunil does not have a hemorrhoid that Helen has given a nickname to. No, he has a pile of his crap that he keeps in his bedroom. There's like 20 pileys. There's a pile in the living room, pile in the corridor. Why do we keep saying pile? You know? And it's such a good question for um, us to think about. Um, but my second addendum, this isn't yeah. so much a. Um, Start collecting DVDs, he's 42. Is... What's the plan, man? <laughs> <laughs> What's the plan, Sunil? We're not watching them, they're just there. Going to CEX every other day with like 20 of the lads just like him, just standing in CEX, just I've seen it, seen it, seen it. Like, what are we doing? What's the plan? (laughs) Sunil and I are quite similar men. Yeah. (laughs) But we couldn't say that. Have you ever made a trip trip into central London just to browse and fop? Yes. Yeah, then you'll see. <laughs> okay. It's a mental thing to but, do. But the thing I was going to say is um, that I wanted to be honest and say that if, while I think it's a terrible idea and I would have all, my, all the same concerns that you do, and um, if I were you and 22, uh, my solution would be wine. I'd get drunk mm. with her, ideally, and then uh, just sort of say it um, mm-hmm. in a way that felt plausibly deniable um, when sober, but ultimately would still crush me if she said no, but hopefully would lead to a messy decision that we both uh, regretted to different degrees. <laughs> I actually I wanted to be very clear about it. I wanted to be honest about who I am, and who I am would be uh, pouring very big glasses of vino. He- a heavy pour. Yeah. Old heavy pour <laughs> Bohart. I'd also yeah. have a friend just who knows you're going to go for it who you can go stay with that night if you need to great idea if you're just sort of like I don't need to like be in this house tonight like just in case and just be like hey respect your decision obviously I'm upset I'm going to go to a friend's house just to stay for the night but like honestly this is all coming with love for me right but I think the the, the, uh, the advice is you have to tell this person how you feel but with the Bohart addendums you wouldn't do it, which is so funny. There's no way you'd do no, it. No, of course I wouldn't no. do it. But I'd do what you would do, which is get drunk and yeah. blurt it out. But yeah. that's, I think, increasingly, as I, as 40 comes into view in terms of my age, yeah. I'm 38 now, I'm increasingly starting to believe that you can't solve all your problems by getting drunk and blurting things out. <laughs> Well, I'm only 35, so I'm fine. Yeah, I'm 
doing is working I out great I think I'm fine. Thank you so much. Everything's fine. <laughs> fucking just we had wine for breakfast. Wow, you don't need a dick. So I'm here with that wine. It's called breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you crash my car? <laughs> no, obviously not. Let's not bring that up again because you won't start blinking again. Okay. Thank you so much, Jen. I hope you've solved your problem. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Milf Island. Like clap of everything. Um... Hey Nish, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find uh, me. I'm Mr Nish Kumar on Instagram and Twitter for as long as that continues to exist. Yeah. But I uh, and I have a podcast called Pod Save the UK, which you can listen to. And also, so I don't good. know when this is going to come out. Go on. But First whenever day. this is going to come out, at some point, I'm oh, going to have I'm going to have a special. My stand-up show, which is available on Sky. If you have Sky and you live in the UK and Ireland, it's currently available on Sky Comedy. But by, hopefully, at some point in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be available for everyone to buy. And you can do that Sweet. on whatever tech platform you get your specials on. Or you can just do it from my website, nishkumar.co.uk. Okay, oh, I want to watch that. Maybe we and Nish up on a play date and we and I could have No, they already play together. Yeah, we already like yeah. each other. Do you already hang out? I would like to hang out with someone yeah. more often. I think we live quite you close to each other. You seem like the kind of men who'd be like, I like that guy. <laughs> I'll do nothing about it I for 40 to, when, years. When he used to do his Soho radio show, I used to go in and do it yeah. all the time with him and Masood. I, lo- I loved it. I had <laughs> a great old so time. That's so cute. We had a great old time. Wait, so you'll just, just do anybody's show? No, I will do... Dish Kumar, everybody! I will do shows for people that I either like or am scared of. Or, in certain cases, both. <laughs> what do you mean? Where does that come from? What do you mean, what does that come from? I like that? both of you, and I'm also quite scared of both ah! of you. No, <laughs> you didn't jump. Thank you so much, Dish Kuma. <laughs> that would have been great. It's like you can try these things, but it doesn't always work out. I will come on this podcast as many times as I, you would like. Yay! Yay! Welcome to the Executive Lounge. We have a new guest today. First, we'd like to say thank you to Guy Goodman, Simon Moores, Mary Fox, Annie Tonner, Sarah Deacon, Oliver Jaco, Anthony Conway, Matthew Thomas, and today's new and special guest, Madeline Quinn. Welcome to the Lounge, Madeline. Thank you all for your service and support. Welcome to the Lounge, to our producers. You're not in the executive, you're, you're in a lounge, you're in a lounge, but it's not like, you, okay. You're in a sitting room. Thank you, you're in, you know what? It's another lounge, and you're having a lovely time. Richard Bicknell, L, Richard Bold, Neil Redmond, Victoria Hutchinson, Harold Van Dyke, Tim and Dom, David Walker. Oh, my God, Tim and Dom. I wonder if I'll see them this uh, at Birmingham. I must do. I must. Please come. Um, David Walker, Rachel R, Sadie Cashmore, Claire Owen-Jones, Jess and Nick, Zoe, Sarah Molly, Raya Fink, Cordelia, Rachel Page, Helen A, Tina Lindsay, Graham Marsh, Amy O'Reardon, Abby Worf, Key Webb, Matt Sims, Luke Bright, Leah, Kate, Spencer, Tristan, Liz Fort, Taz, Chloe, Becky Fox, Emily G, this is amazing. The list is getting longer, but it's it's a lot it's more. It's so for me. nice. Thank you so uh, much, D- Dean, Dean Michael, um, Glennis Wood, Stephanie Catlatia, Sophie Chivers, Mark, Anthony, Carrie Soothe, Sooth. We've what never figured it. Soothe, Soothe. We have figured it. Soothe. I know, but I my mem- I know memory. Um, <laughs> Charlie A, Charlie A. Thank you to you all. Thank you all And so enjoy much. the lounge. Truly, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting the podcast. I know sometimes like today, um, we're crazy. I'm sad and crazy. And crazy. But mostly we have a nice time, don't we guys? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 